All right. All right. Episode six. Let's do it. Episode six, Garage Beers Podcast. Jim, Nick, Cole, and our special guest tonight on the episode, uh, the one and only J120, Brian, uh, co-founder and president and director of the board. What other titles do you use? Co-founder of what? JLB Tech. I heard you weren't the only one. Anyway, John O'Brien's guest on the show tonight, and uh, this is Garage Beers Podcast. Did you did you jack up the coldness of your fridge? Because my hand is like maybe it's just because it's cold in here, but I feel like my hand is freezing right now. More than my my hand is normally fine. Show me it's a big. Somebody checked the temperature. Yeah, maybe. But we are doing this episode from the garage again, and thanks to it being Iowa and still spring not being over and spring still sucking, <laughs> it's cold in this garage. It is less than 50 degrees outside today and rainy. Spring sucks. Thank you, Cole. Tune in to episode two if you want to hear us debate that. Um, <laughs> I'm literally but... wearing a Carhartt jacket. <laughs> <laughs> On top of a hoodie with Hey Dudes, product placement. Anyway, starting out the show with some current events. One thing I saw today was... Guy Fiari, Ferrari, whatever you say his name is, the yeah. white-haired, spiky, spiky Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Great show. It, yeah, the he's a great challenge he's guy. He's a great guy. He's no. A different guy. somebody else. That's close. That's Adam, Adam Richmond. Adam Richmond, yeah. Um, he's a food entertainer. Signed signed a new contract with uh, with a network for three years, $80 million. And I found this article where it stacks up his contract with current NFL players. <laughs> and this is the crazy thing. So obviously Patrick Mahomes, number one, Dak Prescott, number two. And then we've got all the way down Guy Fiari at number 15. By making a little more than 26 million with the Food Network, Fiari checks in at number 15 and outranks stars like Cleveland's Miles Garrett, Vegas, Derek Carr, Chicago's Khalil Mack, San Fran's Trent Williams. So there you go. So that sounds crazy, but like, if you ever looked at what some of these TV stars make per episode, mm-hmm. like I'm a I, okay, this is probably not on par with being on a garage beer. It's like, oh, I'm a guy type of podcast, but I watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah, sure. fuck you, John. <laughs> and uh, like, they're making a million dollars an episode. That's on the Tinder profile too, isn't it? One hundred percent. I gotta, I gotta throw something out there. It's like chum in the water, right? A uh, million dollars an episode. Like Whoa, that is that is absurd. Yeah, that is true. I mean, they've been going. I mean, Grace has been going. It's for about like, to go into its 18th season or 17, 18. Yeah, know, at right. least I thought it was in the twenties almost. No, it's been going on too long. But like, I mean, and and it's not just that. Like Friends, they were making a oh, like million yeah. dollars. Like I think for this reunion that just came out today. They each Whoa. made like two and a half million dollars. Right, when is that going to be available to watch? It's on HBO it's Max right yeah. now. Yeah. And it, it was literally, they, they sit and they talk for like an hour and a half. About the show. About the show. Oh, really? Two and a half million dollars. So you imagine if we each got two and a half million dollars for doing an hour and a half podcast. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, wow. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. No, John, how'd you like to make two and a half million dollars in an hour and a half? I already do. Well, that, that's right. That's your going rate. You, it's called crypto. Mm, yeah. You and all your, your mining, right? <laughs> we did talk about that, and we have no idea how it works, so we might ask you how 
mining works. But yes. anyways, uh, so Guy Fieri, yeah, like that was a staple uh, when I was in college. If we weren't watching ESPN, we were on the Food Network. So one of my good friends, um, Alex Kulos, he used to watch Food Network all the time, like religiously. And I don't get how people watch the Food Network. Yeah. It just makes me hungry. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, if I eat, I eat. So then, like, if I just ate dinner and then I watch Food Network, I'd probably have to eat again. I will say, so <clears throat> food advertisements have got to have the most, like, conversion rate, the highest conversion rate. So anytime you're even remotely hungry and you see something that looks good, you go, you go and get it, I feel like. Am I wrong on this? Mm, I mean, I see a lot of food ads and... I, I don't necessarily go and eat it right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but compared to like everything else. Speaking of food, say, yeah, it's I haven't seen a McDonald's commercial in forever. Yeah, that's a really good point. Have you? I mean, I don't really watch TV outside. True. Yeah, like this also is so fun fact. Uh, I learned this through my my job uh, to run a YouTube TV ad. It's a minimum thirty thousand dollar campaign. Oof. And that's for like local 14 days. So wow. like this household here is all digital. There's no broadcast. So it's all YouTube, TV, HBO, mm-hmm. Hulu, etc. Um, that's the worst when you're doing like ESPN plus and it shows the same five advertisements. Yes. Like and that's actually over. like a huge issue. Like, I don't know how we're bridging into this topic now, but like <laughs> when you, when you look at uh, digital advertising, like frequency, it's a very like, uh, small window that you want to hit and it's usually between about three and six um, because above that the the consumer starts to tune out and actually draws a negative yep. affiliation oh to yeah. Ad. yeah and if it's less than three you run the risk of them not of like your ad not penetrating um their brain so like we you were running yeah that's right penetration <laughs> is important uh we were running some ad campaigns and like we were at like uh, a frequency of seven and so basically what that means is your audience is not large enough so you have this ad inventory and you're serving that ad too many times. So what you do, you expand that audience and bottom move, bottom in. So well, you, learned, you learned something today. There you go, I did. But, all right, so. We moved on to the second thing that yeah. I wanted to bring up. So we just talked about baseball. Yes, and so today, wild play. So if you haven't seen it yet, look it up. Javi Baez and the Cubs versus the Pirates. One of the most boneheaded moves by the first baseman. Everybody's giving credit to Baez. Don't get me wrong, great for him. Like, he ran backwards instead of getting tagged. And somehow the first baseman decided to chase him all the way down the first baseline and then throw the ball to the catcher while a dude from all the way from second scored. When there was two outs, all the first baseman had to do was step on the bag and the inning's over. So I didn't realize that the first time I saw it. Now it's like, it, it does lose some of its luster because it. It takes, I think for me, it takes away like if, if there's one out, I agree. It's genius. That, I mean, the Pirates, you, that, you're you're a joke. Well, you can just watch the energy, the, the body language by every single other player on the Pirates, just by the laziness <laughs> after that happened and they all just watched the dude not touch first base. They just, I mean, I think, don't get me wrong, what he did, great. But, and Baez, a lot of energy, like one of those upcoming stars, but I think it was more of a bonehead play than it was like him making something happen on a base pass. All he had to do, two outs, turn around, touch first base, or run and tag him. Here's the other bonehead thing. He could touch home plate. The runner at first base has to get to first base for, for the tag to count. 
So, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know how, like, if you're on second place? Yeah. He could tag Baez even after the other guy touched home place, and it's an out. Mm-hmm. Baseball was one of the most frustrating things when I played it to have your opponent screw something up. Because one play, and they could totally, like, ruin the game for you. And that was, like, I, I, yeah, your teammate. Like, playing Little League, especially, <laughs> like, in high school, and it's, like, a ground ball, they just let go between their legs, and then, like, a run scores. You're, like... <laughs> It drives you crazy. I was yeah, that, we were, I was that kind of kid. <laughs> yeah. Or like when you're the best kid on the team and you're like you're on like on deck, and for mm. somehow like the shittiest kid on the team yeah. is batting right now, and all you need him to do is get on base, and he strikes out looking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. doesn't even pick the bat off his shoulder. It's dude. Yeah. There was it was in junior high. We were up four three against one of our biggest rivals. And how do you remember this? Oh, I remember this because it was. And one of our pitchers, one of my good buddies, he threw a pitch, pot fly, third base, dropped it. They oh. scored five runs that inning. Lost the game. See, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's I, like an easy pot fly. Was the worst. Yeah. It's just like, are you kidding me? Like the easiest pot fly. And I don't even know if it touched his glove. But um, I remember maybe that. Maybe you should have been playing third base. I was catching. Yeah, mm. you look like a catcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll move on. We got a sponsor shout out at Broussard Racing, uh, running the Garage Beers podcast car. Uh, hopefully, uh, I think we're supposed to be hitting the track this week for our maiden voyage. Uh, Let's go. The Oval, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, got some wins coming our way. So go ahead and give them a follow if you like racing. He races on the IRL League um, and NASCAR Heat. So that's at Broussard Racing. Uh, Step Boy. What up? Oh, sleeping over there. It's beer time. Oh, it's beer time. Oh, now so it's beer time. Okay. This was, if, if this is your first episode, uh, it's right there on the table, Stat Boy. Uh, we introduced yeah, a new segment uh, yeah, last episode called Shitty Beers. And uh, we are going to try a new beer each show, trying to find the worst beer on the market. So episode one was Natty Ice. Natural Ice. light beer. Natural ice, and uh, I think to everyone's surprisement here, it wasn't that shitty. No. We ranked it collectively as a 5.1, and uh, we agreed if it basically if it was in a cooler, we would drink it. Uh, we wouldn't order it from a bar. Um, but, but if it was at like a family gathering, yeah, I would, we would drink it. So yeah. this week's um, this week's beer. Uh, is made by Rhinelander Brewing out of Monroe, Wisconsin, which is actually just uh, probably about an, uh, 45 minutes to an hour uh, up the road here. Um, and it is called Good Ass Beer. Well, uh, have a good ass time. Before we drink this, there's a story behind the purchase, right? Well, kind of. So, story, yeah. funny story. So, Beef and I, Stapway, are about to go to High V for lunch. And. There's some some wild shit going on at the high V. Some like cops, fire trucks, um, and we're like, what the hell is going on? And we just see that these cops start heading into high V. So we're like, all right, well, let's go kind of nosy, <laughs> nosy around. So we were gonna go get lunch, but then we were like, ah, let's go check the beer aisle, see if we can get some shit like some shitty ass beer for the podcast. And uh, sure enough, we go down the aisle. And we look, we're like, all right, we'll get this after lunch. So this would have been Locust Street, I mean. Yeah. Okay. So we're like, okay, let's go to, let's remember this. We'll grab it on our way out. Well, meanwhile, we saw Chad, we got distracted, and we didn't even think about grabbing the beer on the way out. But we get home, we're like, son of a bitch, we should have grabbed that good-ass beer. Sure enough, Jim <laughs> on his way home, grabbed the good-ass beer, 
So great minds think alike. So I texted the group and said, hey, I just picked up 18 beers for $11.87. Uh, these were like four ninety or three ninety nine for a, a six pack. Um, and we won't reveal the names of the other two. Those are those are going to come in episodes seven and eight. But those might be worse. I'm expecting those to be worse than what we're going to drink tonight. So this is good ass beer by Rhinelander Brewing. Um, plain, plain ass white can with a, a donkey. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The, the logo, I kind of <laughs> like it. It's a registered trademark. Um, that's okay. That's interesting. And so it says light beer. It's 105 calories, 4.2 percent. It does not smell. <laughs> I usually point nine grams of protein. Oh, there you go. Last All right, one, great taste. Here we go. Good ass beer. Oh. Oh, it smells bad. It smells like oh, I'm back in like eighth grade. What? <laughs> My first beer. Man, you were cool. <laughs> All right, here we go. First sip. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. That's for first beer taste. Oh, oh. That is first That's beer not, taste. It's not I mean, terrible. I don't oh. think it's that bad. It's no, not I good. It's terrible. I'm taking natural ice over this. I will, yes. Sure. I would gladly drink natural ice over this. This is a, mm, I can't even, mm. great marketing scene. This is like a, you just get this for a buddy because it says good ass beer. I wonder how many people buy this because it says good ass beer. I mean, it, oh, it is a potent smell. The sole and, reason why people buy this is probably because of it. It has a very potent flavor profile. I, see, see, now if this was like an eight, this is also what, 4.2? Yeah. So it's normal, normal level. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's getting worse. <laughs> if I was day drinking and this was in the cooler, I'd grab it. Really? Out over just because it's in the cooler? You know, drink. like if it was the last one in there, I'd still drink it. Well, okay, if it's the last one in the cooler, you're probably shit faced at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so you would drink it because you wouldn't be able to taste it. Yes. Okay. But there's some beers like I'm hesitant PBRs that I would I would rather drink water than that. I'm hesitant to finish this one. Oh, you have to. It's the rules of the game. I mean, I agree. Nick oh, it's not the rules. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Hell no. Well, it's the rules now. We voted. <laughs> Two verse one. There's We're gonna rule. let the people decide. <laughs> <laughs> sure one rule. Let's try to remember the scale. All right. So we said seven and above. You would buy it in the store. Okay. You would buy a case of it. Oh, that's out. Right. Between five and seven, if it was in a cooler, you would grab it and drink it. Three to five, you drink it over water. You would drink it over water. Yeah. Below a three, you wouldn't drink it again. Above a seven, you buy it at the grocery store. Yeah. Or a liquor store. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. <clears throat> um, all right. So let me, let me see here. So if I were to, I definitely wouldn't, I wouldn't choose water over it. So it's, it's above. So it's, it's between a, a three and a five. Correct. Yeah. I'm going to give it barely, I'm going to give it a 4.2. I'm going to be the first so one you're to gonna go with that. the alcohol percentage. <laughs> yeah, actually, I didn't even realize that. Maybe that's what was subconsciously in my head, but yeah, let's do it. 4.2. I'm looking at it like, name, great. Have a good-ass time, great. It's a donkey in a can because it's a good-ass time. I mean, that right there is giving me, I was going to put it in the threes. How cool are you drinking this? Not. 
I was. <laughs> Depends on the set. You could convince somebody that this is a good ass beer just because. Yeah, and then they're gonna take one sip and call you a liar. Depends. Is Job have five? Is like yeah. easy day drinking? <laughs> I go, yeah, that's a good ass beer. I see why they made it like that. I'm going less than Nick. You honestly might just want to say, like in the fine print, you know, drink a couple and it might start tasting okay. <laughs> um, oh. I'm going, uh, I don't know if I'm ready to give a, a three yet. Like it's almost like a rusty aftertaste. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. That's a good, perfect way to describe it. I was like, there's a taste I can't quite describe. Rusty is probably like I like it's my so old, you, know, you drink out of like an old water fountain. Yes, yeah, that's it. it. That's it. It's like almost <laughs> a hose. I don't think it's that bad. No. Really? How, How much have you had? The first that's this in a can. I'm over half. If you could imagine can no, water from a an it old water like drinking it, that's a metal pipe. Yeah, I'll give you that. One percent. What's the iron? But it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Just pump iron in here. Do Do you like Miller Lite? I don't really like Miller Lite. Okay. But I would probably do you guys I don't That's know. what everyone always says Miller Lite tastes like. Rusty pennies. Really? I mean, that's really kind of wild. Like, oh, it does have... You said... Well, like, not that that this beer. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, hey, but there's I'm, zero grams of fat. So 4.1. <laughs> 4.1. 4.1. I, I don't okay. know if I can give a three now. Yeah. Three I don't know if I can give a three yet. That's why I was going to give mm. it... I was going to give I'm it I'm saving threes but. because, dude, it's got to be a real bad beer for me to drink it under three. Yeah. Yeah. I can't... I cannot give that a three because it wasn't terrible. Like, it wasn't terrible. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. John? You said if it was in the cooler? Uh, if it's... Or five? Yeah, five? If you well, would yes. choose it over other beers, yeah. I'd go five, too. Yeah, five, he would wow. choose EDR. Yeah, boy. I mean, well, so is that... So over five mm-hmm. is you drink it over other beers? Yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. but, it, like, that's such an open-ended question. I mean... Think of... Yeah, like, I'm is, saying... No, that's here, why here it's here like, am I comparing it to other shitty beers? Yeah. I'm saying I think if it's over a five, it, you, you drink would drink it over, it it over like a, a regular domestic. Bud yeah. Light, Miller oh, Light. What? Like a Bud Light. I feel like that'd be like a seven on a shitty scale. No, uh, seven is you're buying a piece of I think that's yeah. a yeah. Five, yeah, which means you're picking it over a domestic beer. But you're, no, but you're buying 30 of them. Right. You're invested. <laughs> that's a different type of drinking one. We, we do need to reset our scale because that... Seven, oh, seven, seven, yeah, yeah seven. You're buying. That's we're not supposed to, not supposed to be a seven. You're drinking shitty ass beers. It's yeah, not supposed to be a seven. If it's a seven, we found like a diamond. Also, the are we even sure that they sell good ass beer in they a do. thirty case? They do. We saw it. Okay. It's literally, it's funny. It's literally just a white cardboard box. <laughs> like there's it no says good ass beer on it. Yeah. That's it. Is it six All right. bucks? Oh, let's get the score. Let's wrap up this. All right, here. Trent. I mean, I'm not gonna pick it over like a domestic beer, so I'll go four nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go three point three. Oh, he dropped wow, this hate it that much. Yes, okay. this is not good. Kind of and I get accused of liking Bushlight because it's the shit you're like, this is terrible. It's got so, sort of an oaky afterbirth. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said that exactly okay. on my show. <laughs> good thing you listened and knew that. I did. <laughs> All right, so that is shitty beers, uh, good ass beer. Trent is uh, running the numbers right now. What's our combined score? Carry the four. I think it's going to be second. 4.34. 4.34. So that is That's lower, is lower. By, uh, by a lot from our Natty Light, which is which is fair. Well, yeah. Definitely. Natty Light was 5.2. 5.1. So this is a 4.3. We don't round, or we round to the first decimal. So. Which I think is right. I think it's so 4.3 good ass beers. That's the review. Uh, our next segment uh, sponsored by Job Technologies. Hashtag Tech Yeah. 
Hashtag <laughs> tech, hashtag internet, hashtag good ass beers. Um, John is our guest on the show tonight. Um, founder, owner, president of the board. Um, <laughs> He's your handy dandy internet guy. Absolutely. So, uh, he, More he, than just internet, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, so he basically up and retired from normal jobs and decided to create his own job and called it job technologies. <laughs> you want to expand on that? <laughs> so, like, first question. At what point did you realize, like, this was something that you wanted to do and, like, mm-hmm. when did you start mapping out, like, okay, like, I'm going to actually do this, work for myself, you know, uh, screw everyone else? About three months after my second job, which would have been, like, almost a year after I started it. Okay. So, I started in... December of 2018, and then six months later, that landed me a new job, and then the plan was to join forces with the company I did join, which was a security company, and then um, they necessarily didn't want to or wanted to focus more on security, and then my business started booming a little bit, and then after a year, and about (laughs) a year and a half later, um, I got enough business to where I could leave that job and then do this full time. So I, I don't know about you guys, John, you are 25. Yes. I don't know. I could probably count on one hand, the number of people I've known that have their own, not just like a side business. Like it is 100% your sole source of income at the age of 25. I know it's something a shit ton of people talk about, but there is a lot that you have to have figured out before you do that. So, like, honestly, God, like, Steve Jobs. Yeah, but, like, kudos to you, man. Like, I I can't even imagine, like, what it's like on a day-to-day basis. Like, I know there's a lot of people, and, like, myself included, that, like, you know, yeah, you've got that, that steady paycheck. But, like, we've got built-in vacation time. And, like, if we get sick, we've got, you know. Right, uh, you know, short term, you know, disability that, that or other people that can take over our work. Like, exactly. If you get sick or something like, like yeah. that, then there's nobody that you, like your clients are out. Like, yeah, that is the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's the one one downside. But um, so, yeah, but, I mean, you do a good job, and it's like your personality and stuff like that shines through. Um, oh God! Get this out of here. Um, <laughs> what was it like the like the entrepreneurial side of things that you're like I could do this. So when I first started it, my original intent was, hey, I've got a whole bunch of family and friends asking me to hook up their house Wi-Fi. And I was like, all right, I can make like a hundred bucks every time doing this and I can start paying off student loans. Um, I started doing that and then really the money just kind of sat in the bank and I didn't touch it. And then so you weren't up. paying off your student loans. <laughs> not, not, not with that money. So I technically started this business without putting any money into it. So everything that I've made thus far has gone back into the business. And I didn't start paying myself until February. So I worked almost two years wow. of just See, that's the thing though. You hear that same story over and over again by a lot of uh, a lot of like the elite, like Barstool. I mean, that, Dave said he worked for free for years just to get it off the ground. So, yeah, that's pretty sweet. A lot of long days and like, I didn't expect it to turn out to what it is right now, but I, even if it didn't, I'd probably still be doing it. Yeah. So I'd be I mean, still it's crazy because, and- I mean, just like that. And we, I don't know if 
we necessarily like had more faith and or maybe it was just like our speaking into existence and kind of fucking around we were like yeah this is something you're gonna do for sure like and then you're like ah I'm just blah blah and then all of a sudden just yeah by the way it happened yep doing it we're all like oh fuck yeah not to mention he also went full time with his business the same month that he bought a house right <laughs> so let me ask you this um uh, like Obviously, you've got your clients, and you do like an initial installation. How do you get like reoccurring money from them? So, what a lot of people don't know is computers, and think of your iPhone for example. You know how many times that gets updated? Mm. Computers get updated basically the same amount, and anytime something updates, something breaks somewhere uh, else. Okay. So you need recurring uh, monitorization and updates and fixes for your computer. So typically for businesses, um, they'll use say five different softwares. Whenever those softwares come out with updates, they could break something else yeah, or sure. Windows or Mac or whatever. Um, it's just kind of a revolving door of something, something breaks, they fix it. Something breaks, you fix it. Something breaks, they fix it. And then yeah, it's just, yeah. it just keeps on going. So that's my ideal market is just being the IT person for smaller businesses that can't necessarily afford oh. their internal person, but need maybe, so to say like a normal IT help desk guy works 40 hours a week. Um, say that's for a company of like 30 to 40 people. Now you take a company that's 10 or 15 and you don't have as much it, computer issues. Um, you only need that person for 10 hours a week. So yeah. then you outsource it and then that's the person or that's who I'm trying to be for that. So are you on the road a lot? I mean, I don't know. Um, majority of the work is in Dubuque. I have people back home in Chicago that I still do work for. Um, but 95% of what I do is all remote um, based off like kind of what I can put on people's yeah. computers. I can just remote in and a lot of the things I do is automated too. So. Um, People's computers will break. They won't know it. I won't know it, but it gets fixed. And then I just have a little report that shows it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like bridge mode. Great story. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, I mean, again, speaking to his hard work, we're trying to watch like some like UFC fights and like, I don't know what, what the heck happened to Lars. He's like, yep, yeah, I'll be right over. Takes care of us. And like he hops on the phone trying to get like. I'm pretty sure our cable just went out. Yeah. Something. It was something along those lines. Like we couldn't get our cable up and running again. So nonetheless, we're just like, we're having this, trying to watch the UFC fights that are coming on. And he gets on, talking with the guys, trying to tr troubleshoot and whatnot. And this guy clearly on the other side doesn't know what's going on. And Job's just like, bridge mode. I need bridge mode. <laughs> All right. I said customer you know, service. Yeah, he's like, you know what? You know what we need to talk about? Please give me somebody else. <laughs> oh, sir, I think I can do your problems. Nope, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> next person, next person hops on, puts it in bridge mode, you're good to go. <laughs> Which, yeah. funny you mentioned that today, like you had a post on your Instagram, like every time you walk into Best Buy, it's the, it was a clip from Ron Swanson uh, when walk he goes into Lowe's or whatever. Um, I mean, that, I can't help but think like that's 100% accurate for you. Yeah. But like, then, I, yeah, I'm the other way though. Like I'll go, I expect when people ask me for help to not second guess me and just take what I say. But then also like I'll go to a car shop or something like that and say, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong or find what's wrong, <laughs> right, fix it, right. I trust you. Whatever you whatever you think is best, I'm in. Yeah, but see, that's the thing that scares you because you always hear those like different sides of like the car side where like, oh, you have this, this, and this wrong, but you only have one issue and they upcharge you and stuff like that. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that you've done anything like that, but like that's the only thing that like scares me on why people have those issues and why they don't necessarily trust is because again, like the car issues, you go into a car place, happened to my mom with her like CRV, she kept going in, kept going in, they kept finding problems and like it could have been one quick fix and said they were trying to like, oh, this lady will pay and they'll just kind of hmm. keep bringing her back because of like the different car issues. Yeah. There are people like that in this, in the tech industry and I've come across a handful in Dubuque when they're like, hey, I just called this person to come fix this. And they said they fixed it, and a week later it's broke again. Wow. Yeah. So then I go over there and I go through it and I go, yeah, I should have never done this. Right. So, well, I'll say it is funny though, because when you are like an expert in a topic and you go to like, you know, buy something and they don't expect it, like there was one time I was trying to buy a barbell I'm in Michigan when I was home, and obviously I know a lot about barbells. I go into this like fitness shop and I, I try to get a barbell. They're like, oh, this is this great barbell. I'm like, um, is it 28 millimeters? Is it 190 PSI? Like, oh, and I'm checking it out. And I'm like, oh, no, this is not what I want. They're like, but this is the best barbell we have. I'm like, it's not what I want. <laughs> like, uh, anybody else they could have sold it to, and it was a junk barbell. Yeah. I'm like, glad I knew what I was yeah. talking about. You know what's crazy? So, when you got to like talking about like them, because that's how people make money every time you kind of come in, right? Yeah. So, they like fix one thing, but then maybe cause another. Yeah. I did. I don't know how I know this, but the Chinese, um, how they do their like healthcare and how doctors get paid is actually not by people coming in. It's by the number of people that don't come into their business. So they're doing their job as health professionals. If by the number of people that don't have to come to them, so that's like, smart. If they're healthy and less like visits, that like means they're, that means they're doing their job correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Most doctors would make a lot of money off of me because I've been paying for health insurance for like eight years. I don't think I've ever used it once. Dude, same. It pisses me off. Yeah. Honestly, it's how Planet Fitness makes their business, but it's uh, not ethical. It's like the majority of their members just don't show up. Right. right. Because it's $10 a month. Right. You for ER, yep. oh, I'll get to it. And they just never do. Right. And they don't want to cancel it because that might be a hassle and they exactly. might go use it. So, yeah. I mean, again, but yeah, that is crazy that like, like, and then you look at like the health side of things in the United States and it's just yeah. like, oh, we're going to knickknack you for this and stuff like that. Or like you do go to the check subjects because you need to and stuff like that. But it's just kind of weird and how different companies and different like that operate. So John, what, what would you say is the most commonly like misunderstood thing about like household technology that like regular ordinary people either have no clue about or think that they know, but they're just totally wrong, that you like end up having a fix. Um, Wi-Fi and routers and a modem where majority of people have it the same and then they're like all- Like the all-in-one? Yeah. And oh yeah, have everything all-in-one, it must work fine. But and that's like where the that's, thing you can do. That's where that's good for a majority of the time. For other things, it's the worst thing you can do. You want things separate so they can do their own job. Um, I've come across a lot of people that I'll recommend, hey, you need to get your own router. This is what I've used. I've tested a bunch. Here you go. Shout out Decopods. They go out to Best Buy <laughs> and then they go grab a $400 crappy one. And then they're like, hey, can you come fix this? And then I just uh, straight up tell them you can return it or I'm not going to fix it because I told you what to do. So so the, their problem is they try to do this all in one or go cheap. Yep. And that's so they run usually the problem starts where they're using the all-in-one because 99%, so like the big internet providers, Mediacom, Comcast, CenturyLink, AT&T, 
they give you their own box and say 15 bucks a month here you go it's cheaply made it's bad service it's one unit um so you don't really have good wi-fi range on it and it has to be rebooted once or twice every week i didn't even know that and it's and they make it they probably make their money back off of it after like the third month so then when I explain like, okay, this is bad equipment, you can go out and buy your own, you might spend two to $300, but one, you're not paying that fee and you're getting a whole much better service. Mm-hmm. And when you tell people like, if you don't have to reboot your router 30 times a year, is that worth an extra $100? Right, right. So you yeah. just, it's more of like, you're paying for better service, but you're also paying that you don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, Genius, I didn't even know this. This is breaking news to me. And there's so many different routers and modems and everything that it's hard to tell what's good and what's bad. And that's right. where you kind of, now it's a profession is home network installations. Yeah. Because I can count a handful of different models and brands that are really bad and ones that are really good. And the really bad ones tend to be very expensive. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So here's another question. How much did COVID kind of help with your business with people now working a lot more from home and needed more like, I don't know, I'm going to try to get bandwidth and stuff like that and like more connections, more stuff like that. Um, outside of, it was just more like, hey, I'm on my phone now or I'm on working on my laptop and like Zoom won't load or stutters and it's just, you're, uh, when it comes to something like that, Internet speed is one thing and quality is another. People think that when you upgrade your speed, so say you're at like a hundred meg plan, you go all the way up to a full gig thinking that it's gonna make your internet better, but even if you have a shitty router still or shitty Wi-Fi, it's still gonna be bad. Um, Streaming or Zoom or whatever only uses like five to 10 meg. So it's not a lot. What you need is quality. So you need to make sure that the connection between your laptop and your router out to the internet is good. Gotcha. And when COVID hit, it was more of like network installations for homes or upgrades. Um, I did come across a lot of people just asking for recommendations and then they would go to their IT department of their, their, uh, their business and then they would provide them with something. So I'm going to ask this just cause my, so my parents live out like the country, their internet sucks. What would the best thing for like people that like don't live in like, cities and stuff like that, what would be the best way for them to kind of get good internet? So if they have somebody like here, so Comalac is a wireless internet provider mm-hmm. where they're not satellite, so they're not going all the way up to space, but they are- uh, Where Dogecoin they, is? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta mention Dogecoin at least once per episode. Yeah. What they do is they put little receivers on big ass phone towers and uh, you put like a little dish, so similar to like Dish TV. Uh, you're just pointing at this post and that's how you're getting your internet. It's not entirely that fast. So you might be anywhere from like 40 to hundred mag, but it's better than what you can get out. Um, which is most likely like in the country at least is DSL internet, gotcha. which is really slow. Um, I now, remember when DSL was like the, the BC. <laughs> yeah. oh, this yeah. was like fiber. They were the 2000, fiber. The fiber network. 2003. I think we got DSL installed at, at my parents' house and it was like the world's greatest thing. Yeah. And now we're like it, realizing it was absolute shit. I mean, it was good for a sign. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm surprised when Cole asked that question, you didn't talk about what's in the, what's in the yard right now. So that is new. 
And so going back to that, though. That's That is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so going back to the, what you were talking about is Comlex a local internet provider. So it all depends on who's local by you. Everyone's going to have the the Mediacom, the Comcast, Spectrum, AT&T, CenturyLink mm-hmm. out by your area or somewhere at least close. Yeah. But for the rural areas where or farm areas, it's you're going to need somebody like that. And if you don't have it, then you go to satellite internet. That's internet that's actually going up to space. Now, the only provider for that was called HughesNet, and oh, it was like a one, it was, it take DSL internet and then cut that in like a time. And really? if, it, if it's, if there's like a storm, yeah. you got nothing. <laughs> Wait, so why is it back to being good then? So it's different, sa- so sat- like this kind of satellite internet, you know, I would say legit. shared what's in the yard right now. Build it up. Oh, okay. So that is like that's true satellite internet. Where think of if you googled what is a satellite, this is what it looks like. That's what this thing is like pinging off of or hitting. Yeah. Starlink is new, and this is the Elon Musk version of internet. Oh. This is about seventy-five percent closer to Earth than those are, so you don't have to go as far. And how he's doing it is so you get a little dish at your house set it up, it points to one of these things. They've got satellites at that like distance, so way closer going around orbit or going around the earth. Mm-hmm. And then there's planes doing the same thing, flying the opposite direction. So- Wait, like all the time, there's yes. planes? That's insane. What? Nobody's flying it, like it's automated and it's not, it's a way above where planes actually fly. So no one's run out of fuel? Yeah, they'll come down and- This is wild. (laughs) (laughs) So what happens is- There's no way this is real. (laughs) Do aliens- (laughs) What? So you're telling me there is unmanned aircraft- Yes. That goes up by itself, down by itself, and just flies around the the opposite way. I would would guess that there's some sort of solar power to it, but yes, it's an unmanned- Aircraft that goes around. There's not a lot, but what it and maybe this is just for the time being. But like all these satellites, they're maybe like a quarter of the way through it. But their idea is to get internet everywhere in the world. But right now, there's just certain spots, and it's only like the northern side of the United States right now. Um, But as the Earth moves and your little mini satellites move, there's a gap between those two spots. So instead of making your little satellite point to it and get further away, so then you have lesser speed and worse connection. Um, these planes serve as like an, like an extender. Right. So then your satellite, your little thing hits that plane and then the plane talks to the satellite. So, okay. How, so essentially, essentially, you could know when your great speed Yes. Yes. The, I've been looking at my so reports and you down. can see times where it gets really, really good, good and then it gets worse. Okay, it's really so how big are these planes? Are we talking like, 737 Boeing, no. or is this like a Cessna? I would guess like maybe a little bit bigger than a car, like that. Oh, okay. Like so a, like a smaller SUV. So smaller than a Cessna. Maybe a truck. But so not like a private jet. jet. I mean, like yeah, they're jet. gonna want to make it as small as possible. Yeah. I mean, there would be no point in wasting that much space. Like all it's all it's, it's doing, doing all it's doing is is getting a connection and then forwarding off to somebody else. So, so how yeah. much do one of these planes cost? I don't know. Is it Elon Musk that's doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course yeah. it is. Starling. But Inc. <laughs> that's incredible. That's like a pocket change. I would so, get, so have you, so since you've gotten this out of the lawn, it's been faster or what? It's a, so it's serving as a backup internet because we do a fiber here. Oh, okay. But 
uh, one of my clients who lives out in Platteville in the middle of nowhere has no cell service and the only internet provider is like HughesNet. So they're running a horrible connection and I found out that it, because this is still in beta, so not it's hard, it took me three months to get that. Wow. And okay. so I was going to have to order them another one, but they kind of upgraded it to where you can change the locations. So now I can take that $600 I spent on that to test it and then sell it to that guy. Wow. So, so do you think this is going to blow up if it's successful? It'll be, yes. Uh, once it's all covered, it's the people like this is, it's not good for a home internet. If like you do video gaming or streaming or something like that, yeah. but if you live out in the country and you have no access to internet, this is going to be perfect. And it's also like, say outside of like the United States where something's really, uh, say like poverty areas. Yeah. Where you literally don't have electric. You can put up one of these things. Well, how, don't you need electric for that to yeah. run? You can get like solar power. So how do we capitalize on this potential boom? There's gotta uh, be a Tesla. You invest anytime, in Tesla. Yeah, invest it's, in Tesla. It's a different company than Tesla, but, but they're it's, under the same Elon Musk. No. Is it under? Starlink is the. Uh, so, so is Starlink, so also he's got a bunch Space, of. So like, it'd be under SpaceX is what it would be. Is under. it? Is that where his um, like power source is going under too? Power source. So he's like generating like so the batteries and stuff like that that he's generating for his cars. Yes. He's also now going to try and implement that into each home. So he's going to start making homes as well. Oh. So is that power source under Tesla or is that power source under SpaceX? Because I'd like to know which one because he's going to start. <laughs> so one of the best the, the home God. solar power all the solar powered stuff is under Tesla. Is Elon Musk the most powerful human in the world? Potentially, also, potentially in history. Wild, wild thing. This guy is insane. Conspiracy theory. Oh boy. He's an alien? No, but maybe. He's maybe. He might be a lizard people. But there's a, a book or something that said, in like it was like either 1937 or before that, I that said this. that there would be a man that would take, named Elon, that would take the people to Mars. No way. Yep. yep. Uh, and I, we'll find that and I'll send it on our, put it on our uh, Instagram page. Um, that is named insane. Kid? Yeah. yeah. Or X-Wing or something like that. Yeah. X-Wing? Did you not? I don't That's know how cool name. No, it was an X-Wing. It was it's something else. If you look at Step it, if you, you look at it, it's yesterday. like, his name is spelled in stuff. wingdings. Oh. No, it's literally Breaking like. news, Aaron Rodgers is not the Packers. It's, it's X. It's, <laughs> no, no, this is not the breaking news. <laughs> so it's, it, his son's name is X. The little like A E symbol, A dash X I I. How do you pronounce that? X wing at deliciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy that like the most powerful, He's a most people. influential not dude is just also just casually making flamethrowers, smoking joints on podcasts. X dash A twelve. Doing Saturday but, Night like, Live. Five years ago, nobody like I won't say gave a shit about him, but like he was not as big as he was. No. But he's been doing the pub. He's, he's been, been doing grinding. Yeah, he's, he's been, been J-O-B. Tesla, Tesla and Starlink or SpaceX have been a thing for oh, right, plus right. years. He also started with PayPal. He created yeah. PayPal. Also, it's crazy. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's also that. crazy yeah. because like, dude, so he's had this dream about like getting to like like the outer space stuff. And then like all these like astronauts that were like his idols and stuff like that. Yeah. Were like just shot it down like what he's doing is dumb. Oh, yeah. He was just yeah. like. He was kind of like it was crazy to see him kind of emotional. It was kind of like that disappoints me. 
And like, you can see he got choked up. He's just like, I'm going to keep doing me. Yeah. Yeah. So, I also, well, I think we can sit here and, and talk. We're going to have, we're, we'll have John on again. Uh, what we talk about? We got, you got one. Because we tried to answer this last oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, how does the internet work? <laughs> <laughs> this is, do we have time? <laughs> I'll try to keep nothing but time. So, think, picture the United States and all the, uh, the highways and whatnot. Okay. So, picture your major cities as data centers. So, like Facebook and Google and all that. Your your cars are your, think like your routers, and the highways are like the internet. Okay. Or like the, at least the, the path to, to transfer data. So, in order for you to pull out your phone and go to Facebook and then get that back, your router has to say, hey, get me to Facebook and then bring me back the data. Yeah. So, you hop in your car, you drive along the highway, and you'll eventually get there. So, from Florida to Alaska, there's a path there somewhere. Okay. So, then each intersection of a highway is like where Mediacom and Comcast cross. So then you you might jump off of your internet provider's connection and hop on Central really? and hop on AT&T. Really, they each other? So how the internet actually, like how that works is c- companies like AT&T and Xfinity, um, they, there's actually another tier above them, and that's the, the true internet. That's what connects everybody. Really? AT&T, Xfinity, Comcast, they all pay those companies to use their their pathways. Good Lord, so much information in this podcast. So what happened, like, but what is it that, like, that Does actually, it all? Yeah. So think of, like, there's one big-ass phone book, <laughs> and it associates your, or it's, it's got a list of all the IP addresses. Right, but how does it get sent from like my phone that's in my hands like to that little router? Just how does that work? <laughs> so like you call like internal traffic or anything? Sure. Like that? I think he's talking about specifically Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, it's it's Bluetooth. It's just radio waves. Okay. Okay. So okay. it's just a different. It's a different frequency. Like so, your phones go off of I think like two point nine. Okay. Frequency and like Wi-Fi is two point four and five. So that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna transition into our final segment, mail call. Time out. I do have break news. Oh, we do. Okay. What's the breaking news? Um, so, uh, Freddie Jones from School of Rock. Oh. Oh yeah. He died in a car crash. Yeah. Well, technically, he was Freddie riding Jones. a bike. Bike hair drummer. He got hit by a car. Damn. R.I.P. Yeah. Did he do anything since that movie? Uh, Probably not, but who cares? That yeah, was great. That, yeah, it was. Might watch that tonight. Yeah. Poor one out. Poor one out for Freddie Jones. All right, Pete, Freddie Jones. Uh, so, last segment, uh, mail call, slash we're going to throw in a, a, an internal question, but uh, don't have a sponsor yet for segment three. So, if you're listening at this point of the podcast, we know that you're a loyal uh, follower and listener. And if you want to have your business heard, go ahead and give us a shout out, send us an email. DM, whatever it is you use to communicate, um, and let us know. We're looking for a sponsor for this segment. But uh, start off mail call. Well, uh, Cole, you wanted to talk about walkout songs. Yeah, so it's crazy that you have to say this because I saw the same thing on uh, Instagram, and Peter Hutton, he said, said you guys need to do this in your podcast. So I've got mine. Mine's ready to go. Oh, okay. My clip, I thought about this long and hard, 
Nick. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> Nick might call me out on this because like I have a walk-up song to like when I squat every single time. Oh yeah. So like I know I in the gym. In the gym or on the toilet? <laughs> in the gym, like uh, it's probably jukebox hero, but if I were to play baseball, my walk-up song would be Born for Greatness. That's pretty good. It's pretty slow. I'd probably cut it right here, and then... Oh, okay. That just reminds me of the John Cena one, kind of. Right before it breaks, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what is this called? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Born for Greatness. It's about the Imagine right. Dragons. No, it's not. Sound like so one Born of for Greatness by Papa Roach. We should have asked this on the. We should have asked people what they're walking. Well, we will next week. Yeah. There we go. Um, all right, Nick. What's your walkout song? Oh man, I should go last. I haven't even thought okay. about this. Okay, John. Swim out song. Yeah. <laughs> um, it. I probably can't say it because it was in oh. my senior year of football. Yeah, I know. Some uh, some dude made like a mashup, and it started off with uh, a song that's like boom, boom. Bum, oh yeah, and then it went into like Eminem and a bunch of shit. That's Kanye West. Yeah, Jesus walks. Yeah, yeah. Why can't you say that? I just remembered it. So it wasn't you couldn't say it; you just didn't remember. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Okay, my memory is shot. All right, once this stamp boy. Let's see. Y'all know Jesus walks. No, what's your walk on song? Well, it's a big show. Alright, here. Uh, think about it. This is what mine would be. I'll just play it by the mic here. Is this The Undertaker? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just that's wait. funny that that's the one you picked. Is that what you're going to do? No. Hell's Bells? Well, this is it. your walkout? This is The Undertaker. Fast forward to like a... Probably not the first couple, but as soon as like, it gets a little faster. Can you hang on to this? Yeah. So the hot tub. I, uh, I stopped that. playing baseball before like we could do walkout songs, so I never really had the opportunity. But if I did, it would be this. <laughs> After the ad. Funny thing that so I would go this time. It's crazy though that you talk about. The Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. WWE has the best walkout song. So we had an assistant coach uh, at one of my previous jobs. And uh, after I would play the national anthem for his games, I would then play the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme over, like, the stadium's, like, loudspeakers. And he would, like, do the whole thing. He'd be sitting, and then he'd stand up and just, like, he couldn't actually, like... Flip the bird, but um, he it always got him hyped. So, step I'd, boy, I'd go with uh, like Big Papa. I feel like that's, that's Big Papa. Yeah, like yeah. That talk about a movie I haven't seen in a while. Hardball, hardball, yeah. classic. So, Keanu, oof. yeah, such a diverse actor. That uh, <laughs> so it's funny that you were talking about like uh, youth baseball. Uh, we saw. Uh, he, Wayne Gretzky's uh, rookie card went for three point seven million dollars, like just recently. And we were talking. We saw. I saw one a card, a baseball card, on your guys's uh, table up there. And then I was talking. Back in the day, like we, whatever. Uh, we were, I was part of like Pony Baseball. 
one of the things that you could get, you could order your own baseball cards. Oh, yeah. So I've got a stack of my own baseball cards at home. I want one. I'll, I'll, I'll break some. Yeah. Sign it, and then I'm going to put it in my wallet. That should be a giveaway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we could do themed <laughs> giveaway trading cards. There you go. Okay. All right, uh, so mail call. We've, we have some really good questions this week. I uh, won't be able to get to them all, so I'm just going to pick uh, the best ones. Um, <laughs> top three movies of all time. Oh, man. Top, I mean, this has, I have to break it into genres now. I feel like that's a tough question to pick. I'm going to talk about the best three trilogies. The best three, like, series of movies. No, I'll, do, I'll, right. I'll do sports. I'll do sports movies. All right, fine. Best three sports movies. Oh, oh sports movies. movies. Well, so there was Remember a Remember the day. Titans? Yep. Glory Road. Mm. Mm. I don't know if I that. I'm out on Glory Road. It's a good movie. Glory Hole. Jesus! <laughs> that way and that is why we're here an explicit rated podcast. <laughs> and uh, Sandlot for me. Ooh. Sandlot's I have cool. to. I mean, when I was a child, literally, if you needed me to shut up as a kid, you turned it on and I just sat there. I have a hot yep. take. One of my top three is going to be Space Jam. Only because of how much it inspired me as a kid. When I watched it, all I wanted to do was just ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You ended up a swimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't play basketball on the team ever. One year. Power forward. Did did the coach have a talk with your mom about how you're going to get kicked off the team because you're not good enough? No. Uh, No. No, luckily not. Mom said, don't get him hurt. He's a good swimmer. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Uh, top three sports movies of all time for me. I agree with Cole. Remember the Titans is definitely on that list. Um, honestly, the original Mighty Ducks. Oh, yep, yep, that's, that's is, good. is on the list for me. And then I love the last Ducks. one's tough. Like I, I really like the Sandlot. I really like Field of Dreams. I liked the the natural, which is you guys probably yeah, haven't heard of that movie. Yeah, that's black you all, but like, yeah. uh, feel the dreams though. If you're not like a big like small town kind of like you love sports, like that movie's not gonna do it for you. Right. Fun fact: Feel the dreams. I always, whenever that movie comes up, I always tell this little tidbit. Um, one of my best college professors I ever had, uh, Craig Schaefer, was on the production crew for that movie. And his role, he was like the continuity supervisor, which means like, so when you're filming a movie, you might do like 10 takes. And like, I don't know if you, you probably don't notice this when you watch movies, but I do. Like, let's say there's a scene with uh, food or a, a lot of times like you see it with cigarettes. When they cut back and forth, if you look, if you're looking at the cigarette, you might see where like, it's down to a little bit, and then they cut back to it 10 seconds later, and all of a sudden, it's a full cigarette. Like, the continuity manager pays, like, and makes note, okay, we, when we stepped away from this shot, it was, like, let's say three inches. Smoke this. <laughs> and when we cut back, it needs to be three inches or less. So, like, that was his role. <laughs> um, with that movie. So, that one, so... When I was a kid, my dad would do, he basically had like two jobs at the time. And one of them, he would go in like two or three nights a week at his office and do late night work. And I would go with him and he would sit me in the conference room and put on one of three movies, The Sandlot, Field of Dreams, or The Natural. And so I just watched those movies on repeat all the time. I got two two more for you though. Uh, One, The Rookie of the Year. Good movie. That. Good movie. That was great. Henry, re, re, ro, ro, Gardner. <laughs> yeah. And the other one, on a serious note, Miracle. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was so good. Go ahead, Jock. What's yours? Yeah. Uh, hold on before I get to mine. Wasn't there a what's the Disney movie where the lady turned into like a a mermaid? It was the only swim movie I've ever seen. The boy turned into a mermaid. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. I think I have seen that. I have seen so, it. That's your future. No. Best sports movie. It was not competitive. Nick's honorable mention. It was. Oh, So, like, he was like. Oh, I see. He was like a merman. And then, like, somehow he got, like, adopted as a kid. And then, like, when he hit a certain age, he started turning back into, like, a merman. Oh, I did see this. Like a Disney Channel? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in no particular order, I would go Remember the Titans, Friday Night Lights. Oh, and that then, TV show though. Yeah, movie's way better. What? Movie is, Whoa. Movie's way I agree better. with that. That's a hot take. Wow. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, and it's like half of it's not even true, but I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I think I would still consider this a, 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 a sports movie because UFC is sports. Uh, never back down. Oh yeah, that is That's probably it's down. it's cheesy as fuck, but it's probably my favorite. Oh, movie. It's a good movie, but I don't know about top three favorite yeah. sports movies. But it's good. <laughs> I, I would right. watch that. Okay, the only one I want, I would agree with a lot of those. The only thing that I think we missed out was Moneyball. I, I, you I, are a huge Moneyball money fan, money. yeah. Well, also, I mean, we had a lot of questions actually this week on our in our DM, so we're not gonna be able to get to all of them. But uh, are we... we I've got a couple cover. more. Okay, we'll, we'll try to cover a couple more. So this is a good one because it directly applies to our um, d- applies to our podcast. Best indoor and or outdoor drinking game. But instead of best, let's just go with favorite. Spike ball. Is it a drinking <laughs> game? What? That's not a drinking game. Sure it is. You lose, you drink. Oh, so then basically oh, any game yeah. can be a drinking game. I mean, yes. Yeah. Anything, any game can be. I don't think whoever asked this question was really taking that. Okay, okay, a fine, game fine, with fine, a fine. beer in your hand. Okay. Uh, or shooting into beer. I would say beer's beer. Uh, no, I mean, I'm going classic here. Actually, I'm going baseball. Yeah. Baseball is a good one. My favorite drinking game is Auctioneer. I think we've played <laughs> oh, it as a group. Oh, yeah. So many times. You lay out a triangle of cards, basically. This Long story PTSD. short, you just try to screw over everybody else, and you could end up like drinking for like 30 seconds. In a super tight nutshell, that's what it this is. This is something we did during quarantine all the time. Yeah, it's longer than I usually take. Funny story, you bring this up. I played this, um, if you watch the show BMS, they play BMS beer pong, and every time you, like, you make a cup, you make a rule. And so we were down, and I had made a cup, and we took a little bit of a scum route, and they, the other team had to shoot left-handed for the rest of the game, or until they made another cup. They only had two cups left, so we got back in the game. We ended up losing, got hit a, sh- a shot to win left-handed, but nonetheless. John? Oh, Beer's Beer is my favorite. Oh, that's it's right. my favorite, like, outdoor, like, let's, drinking let's game. Try, let's try to rattle these off, too. I mean, I don't really fuck with indoor drinking games, so I'd probably go with, like, bags or cornhole. Okay. Oh, bags. I mean, oh, honestly, like, last year playing bags was, like, the first year I've actually played it regularly other than, like, at a tailgate. I, I liked it, even though I was really shitty at it. It was it was a good time, so it's up there. I mean, beer pong's okay. I'm not a huge drinking game guy anymore. Yeah. Check out our TikTok for that one mashup we made of trick shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys remember the game we played at 4th of July last year? Hammer, no, hammer slogging. Oh, yeah, hammer slogging. That's a dangerous game. Well, the hammer broke. Yeah. Oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> really fun. You had to flip the hammer yeah. and then one. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we Definitely an hour game. Yeah. All right, next question. 
What products are we brand loyal to? Anchor. Anchor, okay. Anchor. <laughs> Hashtag tech, I don't know yeah. what that is. It's the a main, tech thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, when it comes to golf, Tyler's wedges and irons, best of the game. They're woods and drivers I'm not a fan of. But, I mean, I won't hit anything with, like, my irons or wedges unless it's Tyler's. Okay. I, I literally am brand loyal to zero things. I mean, whatever Stress I do. Suits? No. Well, tech I mean, suits? I mess around with all different brands. Shoes? Not, there's not one tech well, suit that's better than the others. You know what? Mm, well, I mean, I have my personal preference with tech suits, but... It, so that's brand loyalty. No, because brand loyalty means you're only ever going to buy that brand. I mean, I might... I so might if you had a choice... Okay. Because, like, Fair. obviously, like, if I ever see a shoe that I like, I'm going to buy... Like, I mainly will buy Nike shoes, but okay. if I see something else... That's fair. Like, uh, yeah, I don't have anything I'm, like, loyal, loyal to, for sure. I think for me, it's, I mean, it's probably Apple. But that's not, like, a brand. Cross Big Apple brand. guy. Uh, well, Dixon like, Flannel. I don't see how I could be loyal, though. Your workouts, the way you kind of, like, work... I, I know we yeah. had this argument, but, like... You're loyal to CrossFit on the way that they do their workouts because there's a good structure of how they do True. strength. I guess I guess you could potentially say I'm brand loyal to that. Yeah. yeah. Trent, uh, I would probably agree with Apple, but I'd uh, I'd also oh, a small one. promo mugs and jeans. Yeah, I was about to say that. Most comfortable pair of jeans I've ever bought. I literally had like six pair. I started buying shorts. I have a swimsuit for them. Nothing better to put on your bottom. <laughs> Damn, that was a free advertisement. <laughs> DM Mugs and Jeans use promo code for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for zero percent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, this one I I wasn't gonna originally include, but what the hell? Favorite gas station beer? Gas station beer? That's everything. <laughs> like, no, no, you can't. No, like, I mean, I'm grabbing the tall boy. If I had to go somewhere and I had to go garage or to a gas station that I know what I'm grabbing in the summertime, I'm going probably Bud Light Lime. Grabbing a six pack of Bud Light Lime. I'll, I'll stick with that same thought. I'll go Bush Light. Bush Light Lime? No. <laughs> <laughs> or no, Bush Light Apple. Bush Light Apple. Yeah. Oh. If you can find it. Right, but I mean, my go to, like, literally go to the gas station, grab something real quick. I know I'm going to grab Bud Light Lime, but I'm just going to go on. So if we have any listeners out there that have. Uh, but Bush Light Apple in stock or know where to get it. We'll buy all of it. We'll, we will buy all of it. Um, we'll send you our address, our PO box that we haven't set up yet. Um, favorite gas station beer? White Claw? No. I feel like they wouldn't. Like some gas stations don't have it. What they do have though, which I've noticed a lot, is Twisted Teas. Ooh, well, so the only time I'm usually, the only out. time I'm ever yeah. going to a gas station for beer is most likely at like ten in the morning. So I'm getting ready to get after it, <laughs> and a little six pack of twisted teas. Woof. Okay. Let's hit the spot. Trent. I mean, yeah, I don't really know. I'd probably go something just like a bush light. I mean, I guess it depends. Like, where what, you? Yeah. What is the future? Yeah, I don't know. know. I don't know. I mean, I, I would go. Is. I would go White Claws if it, if it's an outdoor event. Okay. In the summer. Yeah. I'm, I mean, right. okay. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I think this one we'll have to, we might have to do a video, but to prove it, but fastest shotgunner in the group. Me. Cole. Cole? Cole's probably got it. I can't even finish a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a beer bottle now. Um, and I think the last one, which I don't quite know how to answer this question. Um, if she's still listening at this point, I can probably not. But I think she's going to be a guest on a show. Uh, why is JT cool? JT is a, a friend of the podcast, Jocelyn. 
Um, she used to work out on Theory. Haven't seen you in a while, so hopefully yeah. you're listening. I think uh, I think JT's cool because she doesn't give a shit what mm-hmm. anybody thinks, and she has a very low tolerance for stupid people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll get to find out when she's on the podcast. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll grill her with some hard questions when she comes on the show. So I feel like this episode has been too good for it to be episode just six. I know. Like, we're getting pretty good. We at might this. have to like re-air this later <laughs> because it, like there's so much information that people got to listen to this twice. Put it on a flat. That's so okay. I mean, we're we're at 170 <laughs> listens, 800 followers on Instagram. Nick gave us some number that like. If you have 120 listens in the first 30 days, like you're automatically a great podcast. So, <laughs> ipso facto, Wait, we're already there. Wait, that means there's fucking 630 people not who have never listened to an episode. Hey, easy there. That's a game to hey, it. I'm one of them. All right, we didn't people bet our guest yeah. before he came on the show. But again, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> tune in next time. <laughs>